Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Grievance by Kayla Whittle. Marilyn always carried several grievances. There was the small black snake that curled around her ear, left behind by a childhood bully who'd sliced through her self-esteem. A scattershot of prickly spikes lived on her forearm. They were gifted to her when Jason Graves had broken her heart after their high school graduation. Then, finally, there was the cloud settled in and over her hair, drifting toward anyone who came close. That grievance was newest. Marilyn loved and hated that whenever she looked in the mirror now, she remembered Lila. In her apartment, particularly the bedroom they'd once shared, Marilyn's smoke stretched wide and thin, pressing against walls and picture frames and dirty laundry as if it could eventually find enough left behind to piece Lila together again. Not even the police had managed that. It was Tuesday, so Marilyn left her cold, quiet apartment behind. She ignored the buzz of her phone in her pocket because it was most likely her mother calling, prying. Marilyn had meant to return her calls for weeks, but often it felt like she used all her available energy to walk the three blocks to her grievance support group. It was the only place left where no one in the room stared at her with pity. Everyone there was equally a little fucked up. It was hard sometimes when their grievances, their worst moments, sat exposed for everyone to see. Descending into the cold, loud basement, Marilyn's smoke tried to hide within her curls. Sometimes her grievances were cowardly, like the rest of her. Her phone buzzed and her hands flexed, the plastic package of store-bought cookies she'd brought squealing as it bent. Marilyn set it down on the table quick to avoid small talk and get a chair next to Rosie. Rosie was lucky, because most of her grievances were easily covered, apart from the prickly flower blossoming on her cheekbone. She didn't often offer to talk about it, so Marilyn liked Rosie best. Because she never pressed with her questions. She understood. I brought the good donuts. Rosie whispered, like they were in elementary school together, getting away with talking while the grievance counselor wrangled everyone together. Left them in my car for us to have after. These vultures don't deserve them. Timothy, raider of the snack table, hoarder of the best offerings, lifted a hand when the counselor asked who wanted to speak first. Silver paint poured from Timothy's ears. Marilyn sank low in her chair and listened. Afterward, in Rosie's old car with the A.C. rattling, they propped the donut box on the center console. Marilyn licked frosting from her fingertips, stomach unsettled. She'd forgotten breakfast and lunch again, and dinner had been a cookie she'd snuck from the container she'd bought. Her mother had stopped leaving homemade meals on the welcome mat outside Marilyn's apartment, around the same time Marilyn stopped eating them. The snake tucked around her ear writhed, and her forearm prickled uncomfortably. Josh wasn't there this week. The man was small, with large grievances stabbing out from his back. They looked heavy. He missed last week, too, Marilyn sighed. Gabby's thorns look better, though. Just because we can't see them 
doesn't mean they're gone, Rosie said in the dry, clinical voice their counselor used whenever someone finished speaking. They both nodded. You didn't take your leftover cookies. Timothy can have them, Marilyn arched her neck, head thumping back against the headrest. A single streetlight a few spaces over painted their limbs and grievances in shadow. Marilyn picked at the edge of the donut box. Her cloud fogged up the windows. Rosie waited while Marilyn swallowed down the saliva flooding her mouth. Our anniversary was supposed to be last week, Marilyn said. You visited her? Rosie asked. The ground had been wet, squishing when she'd walked to Lila's grave. The spikes on her arm had buzzed, her snake had hissed, her cloud had coated the headstone, wrapped around it tight. Marilyn had an unhealthy obsession with those cold, stiff cemetery hours. Her grievances could connect with Lila in a way Marilyn no longer could. They'd found Lila in the park. She'd liked to go out as the sun was rising, when Marilyn was sleep-bleary, and had said goodbye to her girlfriend like they were both wrapped in a dream. They hadn't found who'd done it yet. They hadn't found a reason. So Marilyn disliked being outdoors. She only went from her apartment to a grave or to a basement filled with others who'd been broken. You know what I'm going to tell you, Rosie said, reaching across the donut box. Reluctant, Marilyn met her there, taking her hand and squeezing tight. You go, I go, Marilyn said. Right? The smudged petals on Rosie's cheek shifted when she frowned. Rosie avoided the cemetery like Marilyn avoided the rest of the world. Later, after they'd talked themselves hoarse and their eyelids swelled and the smell of sugar made them both wince, Marilyn walked toward her apartment, then passed it several blocks to a different home. When her mother opened the door and saw Marilyn, streaks like ink leaked from her temples. They embraced and Marilyn tried to smile as her mother invited her inside. She watched Marilyn closely until she went to the bathroom to escape. In the mirror, Marilyn's cheek was smudged with vague petals creeping toward her jaw. It didn't hurt. Her heart felt no heavier. Leaning closer, Marilyn thought her smoke looked a little different, a little more translucent. Then her mother called, and Marilyn went out to her, shutting off the light behind her. This has been Grievance, written by Kayla Whittle. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Find out more at patreon.com slash manowaker. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. Thanks for listening. Thank you.